Good afternoon. My name is Dale Marshall, and I want to welcome you to the Twisted Roots podcast. Um, we're going to go around and introduce all the members. We're going to start on my left. Good afternoon. My name is Davina Robinson. Good afternoon. I'm Kimberly Case. Abigail Walcott. Natasha Marshall. So in our at the end of our last session, we decided that we were going to read a couple of books and, and talk about them in the podcast. So the book that we read was Dear Martin by the author Nick Stone. So um, we were actually having a conversation before the podcast actually started, and we were just kind of trying to figure out like what made us kind of decide on this book. And Kimberly was sharing a story like why she started, why she brought it up, that particular book. And actually, this is something that I wanted to do anyway at some point, even though I don't think I've ever communicated that to you all, that um, there are a lot of good books out there. There's a lot of good information out there. And I wanted us to talk about you know, some of these books because they, they cover a lot of things that, again, that we are discussing, things that are really important to us, the significance that we need to explore and things that we need to share with other people. And I would like to support, you know, our Black authors. That's really important to us. Absolutely. And and get the message out so some of you could, um, you know, be privy to the information there in some of these books. So, you know, we all can be educated and we all could, you know, come together and um, and, and make a difference and be change agents. So I was just saying, um, as I started reading Dear Martin, it was interesting for me because I it's February, by the way, so it's Black History Month. And I was watching some uh, a couple of Black history documentaries because I just, I live for it. I just, I live for everything Black. <laughs> Call me whatever you want, but I, I just love history. I, you know, I was actually talking to a client of mine and she was saying that um, she, she was finding it difficult to watch the Emmett Till. And I said, why? Mm -hmm. And her diagnosis is anxiety and depression. She said, why? She said, because it stirs up too many emotions. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, that's not a bad thing. I said, you know, um, what I'm getting from, I said, it stirs up emotions in me as well. But what I'm getting from it is a thorough history you know, of what happened to this young man. It's like, I can't get enough. I told her, I said, if they made a movie about Emmett Till every single year, I would watch every single one of them. I can't get enough of it. I just can't. What I, is it about Emmett Till that does that for you? It's, it's not just Emmett Till. Okay. If it was um, Trayvon Martin, if Ron it was Rice. Tamir Rice, I'm right. Brianna, all of them, it, it, I'm going to watch I every single one of them. Experience, which we kind of have to really highlight and pay attention to because that's usually the focus. If they can break that system, every every other one of the systems within our community falls there right after it. And so I think it's important to give voice to these types of situations and circumstances because that's what they recognize as the, that's the person they recognize as a threat. So if they remove the threat. They know that they can break everything else, which is why the male in the household is always being problematic, quote unquote, for them when it comes to social systems, when it comes to benefits or whatnot. They've already, they've already calculated and formulated the idea of we can keep him weak, we can keep him controlled, we can keep him, you know, outside of the home. We we can take that element away. We break the family. We are in that. We are literally living post-apocalyptic remove dad. We are living in that. And unfortunately, like he said, like the, the point we just listened to, we are the horrible sons of Emmett Till. They've always known that they can do that. 
even if you they try to debunk the whole Willie Lynch letters, but even in that that piece of work, it talks about you go after him first, and everything else falls. And they, they just keep replicating that over and over in different ways. So that's why I kind of, that's why I thought this book was interesting and also gives voice to young young males so that they can relate to and then find other ways other than just being impulsive and angry and aggressive find ways to challenge find ways to process it's okay to not necessarily fit in with the thugs it's okay that if you're going to be in a new environment it'll challenge you to help you to grow and i think that these are some of the things that was elucidated and highlighted in this particular book so the documentary documentary that i'm referring to was the black history black freedom black love um mm -hmm. It's on Amazon Prime. And so you had several individuals, Angela Davis being one, Cornell West being another, uh -huh. Jelani Cobb, to name a few. And Kimberly, ooh, I'm so mad at myself. Why am I forgetting her name? Elise? No, 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 no. Not Kimberly Elise. Oh, shame on me. Shame on me. Anyway, because I looked her up and she's just phenomenal. Um, she talked about how she worked with. Um, uh, Anita during the remember when Clarence, Clarence yes mm -hmm. and 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 she she heard she got wind of it and she and they apparently either they went to school together or she she knew her they had a history and she called her up and she supported her because she knew how they were going to try to reframe this mm -hmm. and try to throw her under the bus so she went there and it was you know they did they did just that um like the question they actually showed clips of the 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 hearings and it, the things that they were asking her they were just right. so disrespectful it was, it was, it was like really it's like awful to watch yeah it was it, it is it's <laughs> you cringe it makes you cringe so um so yeah i you know i watched that and so back to the book a lot of the things that i had just seen in, in these documentaries because it, it was three parts but they they broke it down to several 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 um uh episodes it was like more than so it was like 16 episodes but but it's like 16 episodes was like part like mm -hmm. a part so it was part one part two part three and um you know long story short i was just making connections it was like i just heard someone talk about this cornell west just talked about this um kimberly had just spoke to spoke about this uh, Angela Davis just spoke about this and they were touching on these issues and concerns in the book. So it was just kind of reiterating. And um, and so it was just reiterating what I just saw. And so mm -hmm. I like that because I'm getting at an age where I forget stuff really quickly. <laughs> so it's nice to just get it reinforced. Mm -hmm. Because for me, you ask like what, what makes me want to, you keep know, watching. keep watching. Yeah. I feel empowered. I, I feel empowered by it. It's, I feel motivated by it. Mm -hmm. It makes me want to move. It makes me want to do. It puts fire in my belly. Mm -hmm. It makes me not want to just lay down and take anything. Right. It, and so that's 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 what it does for me. And so, yeah. Um, it does the opposite for me. Does it? Mm -hmm. What is it like for you? One, I can't watch it. Mm -hmm. Two, it makes me pray more over my son right, okay. because as a mother of a black man, I don't think I can see my way through that if it happened to my son. Right. Okay. And I say that with the utmost humility because 
when I see stuff like that, it's just like, Lord, please keep it away from my door. Cause right. I don't think mm -hmm. I have enough Jesus Christ in me mm -hmm. to get on TV and say, I forgive or right, I, right, right. you know, God. so, and I've always been that way. Not yeah. even just as an adult, even as a child learning about the history and stuff. I mean, I did it because I had to, to pass a class, right. but outside of that, I've never watched the color purple. Mm, I've yeah. never watched any documentary, any documentary that had to do with slavery. Wow. It's to me, I'm like, I wasn't alive back then. I know it. I understand it, mm. but I don't want to live it. Right. It right. just doesn't put me in a good place. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm in between the two of you. Oh, so I was going to <laughs> go ahead. I am. Um, it's interesting to me, but I, when I do watch it, I get that. To this day, I have not watched Roots. Mm. I cannot watch Roots. Wow. And that's another one. If they, listen, I'm going <laughs> to, the I first one, I love it. I have the DVDs. If they create some other new type of media, I will purchase it on that. Yeah. You know, and, and I know they did the new one. I didn't get the new one that because my heart holds the original one really mm -hmm. close because I was like seven, six, seven, eight around the oh, time wow. it came out. So mm -hmm. it's like, it's our, it's my gone with the wind. How about that? That's my yeah, gone with the it. wind. I get yeah. it. And I, and there's certain things I, certain I can't watch, but for some reason, Roots, I just can't, I can't wrap my head around it. I can't not, not understand it, but just emotionally, it's just mm -hmm. too much. For it's me. dense. Yeah. And I, I can't, I can't do it. So. And, and that's what I was the conversation I had with the client because we're going to come across these things. Actually, you know, for that particular situation when we're talking about, you don't have to subject yourself to that, right? Uh -huh. Obviously, you know, as a woman with anxiety and depression, life is going to happen. So I need for her to have the coping skills to deal with these things, you know. And I and I didn't want her to miss um, the story because I think she would really appreciate the story. I know she was just struggling about the emotions they kind of go hand in hand. I mean, I can't tell people obviously how to feel. That's, that's not my job. That's not what I do. It'd be disrespectful for me to tell you that, like how you should feel. And I don't want to tell you what to do with your emotions. Cause I believe that your emotions are organic. You feel what you feel. However, I think it's really important to be able to manage them and navigate uh -huh. them. And I think that that's a possibility for the both of you. And I know you, I don't have kids. So that's why it's definitely this probably a different emotional component in you guys because it for me, because I don't have, but don't think for a second that like even my nephews or even like if anything was to happen to any of my cousin's kids or my sister's kids, like I would, I probably won't feel it so intensely as they do it, but I st it's still going to hit me yeah, very, hard. very I think it's hard. It's before that, because Roots came right. out long before I had Kahari. Uh -huh. right. I couldn't watch it back then. I, and I do think that it strikes some people's sensitivities Definitely. just a little bit differently. I also, like Abigail, am, am in between um, Dale and Natasha. But I I can watch it once, maybe, or I can, like, but if I, I feel like, so I love Roots when I watch it. You know, I like, I don't know, there was something about seeing Ben Vereen on television. Like, it was just <laughs> weird, right? It's, that's my thing. I liked, um, oddly enough, being, it was, I was a kid also, so I don't, I didn't fully understand everything that I was watching. 
But when what I did get, I really, really got, and it always stuck with me, and I wanted to know more. The unfortunate thing for me is I think that um, you watch Roots or you watch The Color Purple and you think that that's like the extent of our history. So for me, I see 12 Years a Slave. I see these movies and I see them come out and I want to support them, but then I'm like, where's the other stuff? Mm -hmm. When is Queen Nanny going to get a movie? Mm -hmm. And she wasn't the other... When is Gaspar Yango going to get a movie? When are, you know, when is... um, Prince of Queen and Ziga gonna get a movie. When when are like Queen Amina gonna not because yeah. who's not ready though? Main that dream. Okay, but right. yeah, but, and I say yeah, that yeah. because it, I know we all saw how but I'm ready. Day. I'm ready because do you it. know how hard it? it is? No, I didn't. Okay, but an older version that's kind of framed in the same time frame as roots. Okay. And we I, my husband I actually stumbled upon it one night he was flipping through it and and I could hear it, and so I was trying to sleep, but then it caught my attention the same way Roots would catch your attention. And when you look at that version of um, Harriet Tubman versus the one that was most current, mm-hmm. it is such a watered down. It is so very watered down. And again, to your question, they're not going to do anything like that. I didn't care like about that. them. They, but they're the ones that fund t- I get tired of seeing those movies. I get tired of seeing the climax. The climax of these films is a black man face down in the dirt. It's, you know, that's the action sequence in every single one of these stories, fiction or fact, that's the action sequences. Mm-hmm. You know, when you realize that this young man sleeping on a sofa at his friend's house is dead yes. within less than 10 seconds of yes. the police coming through the door, yes. mm-hmm. he was at home asleep. Like what Mine else, what else, how much more innocent do you have to be mm-hmm. if you're not at home in the bed? You're yeah. not the person on the warrant. You're you're at home in the bed. You're asleep for for and it was literally nine seconds from start to finish. That that was it. That was yeah. all the consideration yeah. his life received. Me personally, I don't want to watch that film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my heart is broken from over these and images, over. and 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 it's so crazy because we can sit back. Do I do I do I want to know? Yes. You know, do I want them to have a voice? Absolutely. Do I want their life to mean something? Story Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I want the story to count. Their days count. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But I cannot, like, one more. Oh, the cops' mistaken identity, 14 year old, dead, unarmed. Like, I can't. And those the are the stories. ones that make it to mainstream. Those are the, the ones and that and it's, it's trauma porn. Yeah. It's no trauma porn at some sort of Fruitvale Station. Fruitvale station yeah. Yeah. With Oscar yeah. Grant. Well, He's handcuffed face down and he yeah. gets shot. Like, how does this work? Yeah. So for me, I, I cannot watch one more Fruitvale Station. Yeah. Do I care? Does my heart like I'm so so sorry? Mm-hmm. Like all the like all the all the everything. But I cannot sit through right, another right. Fruitvale station. Do I want his story to be told? And do I want this this filmmaker to keep going? So for me, I've been burdened with like how how do I support this without subjecting myself to it? Because it is killing me mm. personally. It's hot. My nephew was reading Dear Man. And I wanted to know what he was reading because that same summer. He, you know, his brother was getting ready to graduate from high school. He, he's the middle nephew. My brother has six children, three boys and three girls. Okay. 
he is the middle nephew and he's the quiet one and he's the one who's into stem and silently like draws pictures and math fractions it's it's amazing he's a thinker. the way his brain works but he's so quiet and he's i'm saying you know i i'm just one of those people i don't want to miss it and he's yes, my middle yeah, one and, and i'm the auntie and aunties absolutely. do these things mm-hmm. right mom and dad do their thing and then you have aunties and grandmas that like fill in right? mm-hmm. so, so this is how i started reading this book and i just remember thinking how do we prepare him for this and that's where and i don't i don't know what the answer is because he's got an older brother and he's got a younger brother and i'm wondering are we getting everything in you know do uh, what are we missing how do we how do we prepare them for reality without ruining like their joy without because you want these like joyful carefree children who are like aware and and sophisticated like where what's the balance because i mean i literally in my heart my nephew is 610 you know my 19 year old nephew is 610 he's thin as a rail and he's got a baby face but all they're going to see is a big man yes exactly and my my 15 year old nephew is already over six feet tall he's standing around six two and i know he's not done but i think to myself like they're not going to look at him and see a 15 year old they're going to look at my baby and see a monster. And he isn't. He's brilliant and sweet and kind and just, I mean, really smart. I've got a 10-year-old nephew who, he says, Auntie, where are we going on holiday? Like, he calls me and he wants to, my, <laughs> he calls and he wants to talk. And we, we because we are so far from each other, we'll pick a series every season or so we did WandaVision and we did like a repair shop in England that he likes and we just we've done these little series together there's one that we were watching where they were flipping cars it's like his favorite but this is what we're doing we were watching we're talking watching and talking I'm like he's 10 and he got into a fight with his friend at school and his friend called him a name that was like homophobic and racial racial racially charged i guess and and he says well i don't know what's wrong with him and i didn't know what to say and i i mean i just listened he called me this is also the nephew who called me when he he believes i'm magical and he says auntie today black panther died and i'm really sad can you bring him back because he thinks i can teleport he thinks I'm a ninja. So he thought I had special ninja magic that could bring back the Black Panther. And I want to be that magical creature for them so bad. Yeah. And I want him to keep that. Like, of course, he's like, yes. I, yes, that's the thing. I don't want him to sit there and stop believing in my magic or his or the magic of the universe, right? Like, I don't want to ruin that for him. But how do I prepare him for the fact? that is a reality what he interpreted like what he what he experienced or encountered with his friend air quotes doesn't stop there it's only going to get well like how do i prepare him for what's around and it's literally around the corner with every single one of these stories i thought i thought i had more time than this 
that's why yeah, I think it's important to do these things the activities right. we talked about from day, day but I one. Think that's why I feel like from, from day yeah. one, but it, it obviously has to be appropriate. So a couple couple notes I took. Like I want to get back to the movies, the the, the queens, the, right. the you know. So there have been a couple of movies. They're just not thought. They're they're just, they're just not provocative enough. So okay. that's why they don't get out there because okay. I saw. I can't remember the queen. Which shame on me. But I just watched a. Um, a movie a, a little while ago that I found on one of the queens that I think you just maybe in Zynga. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so and Portugal. Say it again. Of Portugal. Angola. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. It was definitely one of the queens of in Africa. And so, like I said, but that story is not provocative enough. So it, a lot of people don't hear about it. They don't know about it. They don't see it. They're not going to watch what? it. They probably won't with the shift in removing books out of the library, removing books out of schools and things like that. Where in the world do you expect people to be able to compete globally they if don't. they are ignorant of they what's don't. happening elsewhere from a global perspective? Because you that. only want people to have a micro ex uh, experience or base based on what you spoon feed and it's going to be catered, curtailed, dissected, diluted, and whatever. But then you want to claim you to know, be... All they want is for you to be suitable to work. Palatable. America is a labor force. That's all. The, the, the other thing is we're asking, like, how do we prepare our boys, our right. sons, our That's nephews? And and the reality is, and I said from day one, you said, when do you start? I mean, you start from day one. That's just the reality of just how you demonstrate how to be a human being, you know, how to treat people, how to treat yourself. That's nothing. How do you take care of yourself? So, you know, if you're demonstrating that and all the adults are consistently demonstrating that. But but this is the thing we have no. I, I had this conversation. I'm not sure who if it was you, but like there's no rites of passage anymore. No, like right. rites of passage is I don't know for for white people is taking your your nephew to some prostitute. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. to have his mm -hmm. first situation. You know that you see that in all or the little yeah, the movie, take him out for, for a drink. drink yeah, you know right. stuff like that. So once upon a time, as far as I know, according to Roots, you haven't seen them. You haven't seen it. I have. There was a rites of passage that they took the young males through, where they were leaving their childhood behind and entering adulthood. You know, and and because there needs to be some process where, and this is the thing, it's going to be different. It's hard to plan for that because of where we live. But children, well, yeah, but not mentally, but, at that well, point. right? I, I think no, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish what I'm saying first of all. So, obviously, every child is different. So, I never said that every child was the same. So, but the thing is, at a certain, but they didn't, that's not what they based it on, is that a certain age is a rites of passage. And this is the thing to, to your point. Children go through different things at different times. So mm -hmm. children have very, some of them have very early wake-up calls, yep. reality checks, way, 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 way too soon. You, If it's not your child, you don't have no control over it. I definitely don't have any control over it. So children are going to hit that mark. But the thing, if it comes too soon, it... For lack of a better word, it's, it it spoils them. Well, it's are you them like how the Jews have the bar mitzvahs for the thirteen year olds and the Spanish have no, the quinceañeras? So I mean, they have their thing. Yeah, I mean, that's their passage. Are you talking about? I'm just talking about something. I just know, like again, according to do you roots, think it needs to be collective or do you think it can be familial based? Like, 
it could be that. Okay. I don't know, but like we need to do some research. It needs to be something. I, I have, I don't know, because whatever it is for boys, it would be different, obviously, for girls. What was your thought, Natasha? Because you, it seems like you had a specific question. Um, I don't know how effective those two things are, anyway. But, but yeah, those things exist, well, and they I have think, that. I think that's just your tradition, right? You that, that they have that, age right? Your passage into adulthood for the for those. I'm so, but I'm talking about more than just the party. This what I'm talking about is like a. Well, I think we see the. Party. Party, but I think there's more to it. Okay, because that's what I'm not privy to that. Yeah, there's several elements of right. There's there's more to the rites of passage. Well, I would hope I would hope so. Um, what I was thinking while you guys were talking about when do you make that transition, and it's the thing that kept repeating in my mind was we're burdened with that Mm. to raise our children, and their children get to go play. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And never think about what we have to teach our children right everyone's on the playground your kids are playing and then you wonder why these kids are over here hanging back and they're just not assimilating like you Mm -hmm. guys as children because they're burdened at such a Mm -hmm. young age with things that they shouldn't be burdened about Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i don't want to have to talk to my five-year-old child about racism Mm -hmm. but if i don't they're going to get a rude awakening when they go play with your child. Mm -hmm. Because you're not teaching your child about, you know, being a human being. Kind, respectful. Right? We're trying to teach our children to be kind, be human, be friendly, while you're teaching something totally different. Mm -hmm. Right? So we we can't be the same. same. Mm -hmm. And I know there's some of them that try. And that's all you can ask for because some of them have the same plight. If they interracial marriage and they're raising interracial kids, they have a different dynamic that goes on. They get it from both ends, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, and it's just like when you said, when do you begin? And it's just like, I know I didn't start until because of where my kids were brought up, they really didn't have that interaction with a different race for quite a while. My son would have been third grade when he had a Caucasian teacher. Mm. And her behavior screamed to me. Mm. And I said, oh, time out. And I saw it because I grew up around them. Mm-hmm. I went to school with them. So you clicked. I, I felt. So I had to get it straight real quick. Mm-hmm. You might think one way about him, but he's got a mother that knows and like i tell him i'm your advocate Mm -hmm. don't you ever get out of character to justify what she already thinks about you you tell me and i'll take care of it because i'm going to handle it the way she understands and when she leaves our meeting she's going to know a different perspective i need to tiptoe when i talk and i deal with him she needs to be respectful she needs to be respectful and treat him like a human being this is the thing they look through a different lens just just call this call a spade a spade if you will they look through a different lens they look at their children and we touched on this before they look at children that look like them and they see their son their nephew they see themselves they look at us and it's like a whole laundry list they see savages a whole laundry list of negative things. They see them but that's the irony of it. No, but that's the irony of To Kimberly's point, no matter what, when you look at history from Ruta to the Tudor, we have always been deemed and portrayed as something less than human. But the treatment we got 
from the Christian folk has always been less than humane. But somehow your distance says that you're the beast while I am raping you. You're the beast while I'm stripping you from your children. Or bombing your churches. You're the beast while I am literally making you fornicate with your own mother. Because I'm introducing you to God. You're the beast while I've had you down in the bottom of a ship laying in your own excrement and I'm still if you engaging in sexual activity. I mean, that was an eye-opening experience for me when I went to Africa and saw the castles and things like this. But I just want to say this to your point. Because our children, and this is just my what my process was as I was raising my son, because I did want him to have not the limited, sheltered upbringing. I wanted you to have the full breadth of the world because I that's it's my job to bear that 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 blunt. It's mm-hmm. but it's my job to teach you that the world is your oyster. Why? Because you should feel comfortable with your feet squared on the space that you are planted on. So and no one takes that from you. And to your point, he had a teacher who thought that he should have been put in his place because she asked him a question. Well if you ask a question, it doesn't require a binary response. You ask a question, it can run a gamut of a response. But his response was not what she expected. So therefore, he became disrespectful. I said, hold up. Let's filter this by reasonable standards. If you ask me, do I want to do something? Guess what? I say yes or no. You wanted me to say yes. But I said no. So now I'm disrespectful just because you didn't get what you wanted. And so one of the things that I think we need to understand is they they expect and want what they want from us. And we're not giving it to them. And now that we become aware, they can't have it. So we got to wrap up real quick. So one of the things that they touched on in one of those documentaries, because again, I'm trying to watch all of them because they're so powerful. And in in a nutshell, what what one of them said, I don't know if it was Nicole or Kimberly Crenshaw. Sorry, Miss Kimberly, I forgot your name. At the end of the day, they didn't want us to be here. Uh They just didn't want us to be here. And so we're still here. And that's what makes them really upset. Uh So again, we got to wrap up. My name is Dale Marshall. I just want to thank you. We'll continue for joining us at the Twisted Roots podcast. You take care.